Hi, folks. This is the Moving Beyond Being Good podcast, and I'm your host, Gary Ryan from Organisations That Matter. It's a pleasure to be here with you. This is where we talk all things leadership and high-performance cultures. Today's episode is titled The No-Fuss Way to Seek Feedback. No doubt you know how well you're performing and you've got a bit of a handle on your behaviour at work. And most of us do have a fairly good sense of how we're going. But if you really want to improve, you've got to have the courage to go and seek feedback. Now we can do anonymous surveys and all that sort of stuff, but in honesty, the best form of feedback is from other human beings face-to-face. So how can you do that in a no-fuss way? The simplest way is to actually go and seek out some people that you trust, peers, colleagues, some direct reports. Three to four of them to start with is enough. And there are Simple questions that you are encouraged to ask them, but of, at, but of course, at first, you need to get their permission to see if they're happy to do this for you. So you need to say something like, hey, you know, I'm always trying to improve, no doubt like you are. Um, I'd really appreciate if you wouldn't mind observing some of my behavior and giving me some regular feedback. Now, by regular, I mean, say, every month or so. But in addition, you might need to get some instant feedback from them if there is something specific that you decide and agree that you're working on and they see it either in a positive way so they can reinforce, hey, you did that, or in a negative way where, hey, you really shouldn't have been doing that. That's a behavior you're trying to stop. You just did it then. And by getting that immediate feedback, you're able to do something about it, particularly because you can really understand its impact because of its immediacy. So you might need to say something like, and on some occasions, I might need to get some immediate feedback. Is this something that you'd be willing to do? If they say yes, you might be able to follow on straight away. Well, look, I need to give you some structure. It's not just feedback for anything. There's, There's really four questions I'd like to focus on, and here are the four questions. And so for those of you that can see this on a screen, I'm just uh, bringing them up for you right now, the four key questions that I encourage that you should ask uh, if you want to seek feedback. So the first question is, what behaviours, if any, are you seeing that you believe I should keep doing because they are helping me perform my role as a leader? That's the first question. And of course, get their answer now. One of the things I strongly encourage is take notes, whether that's using a device or whether it's handwritten notes, but in some way, shape, or form, actually take notes. Now, your job is to understand what they say to you. You do not have to agree it, agree with it. So if they say something to you that you're really not sure what that means or it's a bit of a surprise, then ask them for a specific example if they can give you one, something that in, ideally they've witnessed firsthand. And if not, you trust them enough that they'll repeat something that maybe came from someone else. The second question is, what behaviours, if any, do you see that you believe I should stop doing because you think they negatively affect my role as a leader? So we've got the first question, which is about what leader, what behaviour should I keep doing? We've got what behaviour should I now stop doing? The third question is, what behaviours, if any, do you believe I should start doing that would help me in my leadership role? So these are ones that you're not doing at all, but you ought to start doing. And who knows what it might be? I won't even give an example. And finally, is there anything in addition to what you have already shared with me that you believe I should be doing to enhance our professional relationship? Now, those four key questions give the person that you're speaking with some structure, 
to give you some answers, but it also gives you some really concrete evidence. Now, if you've gone and sought this feedback from three or four people, look at the patterns of information that you're getting told because that will really reinforce the behaviours that you're doing that you should keep doing, anything that you should stop doing, anything you should start doing, and anything around relationships that will help them enhance you. Now, the other thing about this form of feedback is you don't have to go and tell the whole world that this is happening. This can just be a private agreement between you and a peer and a colleague or a direct report. Now, what do you do if they say something that actually shocks you and surprises you? It's like, oh, my God, I, I really wasn't expecting to hear that. The most important thing to do is to try to understand what you've been told. Remember, you don't have to agree with it, but you absolutely must do everything you can to understand it. So again, that might be one of the ones where you need a specific example to help you understand. With those ones that shock you and really surprise you, it's probably best not to agree to take any actions just yet about them because you probably need some time to ruminate on them and think about them and make sense of them before you can take any action. And that can even be part of just understanding what you've been told. So I really encourage you with those ones. Don't don't agree to take any specific action with them. Now, of course, if there are some low-hanging fruit and some things that you can agree to do straight away, some behaviours that you might wish to start or stop, then absolutely highlight what they are from your understanding and promise the person that you're going to try going forward to put those behaviours into action or to stop some behaviours, depending on what it might be. Now, in those situations, that might be where you might encourage them to say, hey, look, if you notice me doing what I've said I'm going to do, a quiet, just on the side, reinforcement of either I'm doing the right thing or I'm still doing the wrong thing would be really, really helpful. And it's just a quiet nudge. Again, we don't need to have everyone else know that this is going on. One of the benefits with you modeling this behavior, modeling the way, if you'd like to say it that way, is that over time, it might become appropriate for the people that are doing this with you that they might start doing the same thing. Or if they're a direct report, maybe you could encourage them to do the same thing, having given that they will have seen potentially the benefits that you've received from doing it. Now, over time, this can create a really candid culture, really open culture where people aren't afraid of feedback, especially when it's in person. One of the big challenges we've got today is a lot of feedback is happening anonymously. And as a result of that, you get this report and it's like, it's got information all over the place and it just gets people to start second guessing, well, who said that and who said that? And I disagree with that. And I'm not really sure what they mean. And I believe it actually is really negative when anonymous feedback is just isolated on its own. I'm not saying don't do anonymous feedback. In many cultures, you need to start there. But let's over time start to build in the real human face-to-face feedback. And I, I really believe a combination of both is the best way to go. Now, before I finish today's uh, episode, I would like to give a shout out. You're going to see a pattern with this in this season that I'll be giving a shout out to books or to other podcasters or other things that are really helping me in my role and I believe will help you as well. So one of the things I would like to share with you today is the Job Hunting Podcast by Renata Bernardi. I really want to encourage you to go and check out Renata Bernardi's Job Hunting, the Job Hunting Podcast. Uh, it's a recommendation if you go to Renata Bernardi and Bernardi is with an E, not an I, dot com forward slash blog. You'll be able to find her podcast and you'll also find it actually on all good podcasting providers. Now, one of the things I really love about Renata's work, it is focused on executives who are looking for their next role. 
but it's so authentic. It's so genuine. She's serving people internationally uh, as well as here in Australia. So if you're really in that space, I really encourage you to check out Renata's work. She's got a lot of fantastic free materials as well. But if you wanted to engage her as a job hunting coach, I encourage you to do that too. So folks, once again, I'm Gary Ryan from Organisations That Matter. It's a pleasure to be with you here on today's podcast episode, and I look forward to working with you next time. Thank you.